Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hello, parents. Welcome to coronavirus week something, week three, (laughs) week four, something like that. The long black hole of corona, (laughs) where it's where we are right now. (laughs) Hey, we did a podcast a few weeks ago before all this started, but it is so relevant to today. We so want to share with you. We think it's going to be so applicable. Absolutely. It is uh, about all the, not all the books, I shouldn't say. We've read more. (laughs) For sure not all. But some books that we've read that particularly stood out to us. Well, that helped build our family. Yeah. And so they are recommended reading for you. So first we're going to say, hey, start with our book, (laughs) Crazy Cool Family. If you haven't read that, Go read that. We just think that this is a great time. Some people are saying, I'm busier than ever yeah, during this time. Yeah, I don't have time, time to do but this. But some people are saying, oh my goodness, I've got all kinds of time. But but regardless, what a great time to read something. And you get to meet, everybody's saying, I, my family's with me all the time now, whether that's good or bad. But you get to read a book and then you get to go immediately apply what you're doing. So Exactly. So maybe before you go, to, if, you, if, you're, if you don't have a whole lot of time because you've got small people that need your undivided attention 24 hours a day, then maybe when you go to bed at night, just read a chapter, just read a little piece of something that's going to give you inspiration when it comes to meeting those needs the next day, facing yes. parenting you know, choices all the time. And so I know that I depended on that when my kids were small, that I constantly wanted somebody else's voice giving me encouragement and hope and even a pathway of how to parent them with new energy. Yep. And our book and these books that we talk about are guaranteed to do that. And we have one more resource that's also guaranteed to do that. We came up with what we call the social distancing family game plan. And how to distance yourself from your children. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not what it's about. It's about how to embrace when you can't hang out with anybody else and you can only hang out with your children. It's it's four videos that we made. They're short videos, but they are packed with insights that we have. And, and hope and encouragement and exactly. inspiration just to help you be the best that you can be in this time. Yeah, it gives you some very practical things about what to do with work, with schooling, mm-hmm. uh, with with your family, and just uh, it, we love the videos and we put them out there as a free resource to you. You can get those by going to our website, you can go to crazycoolfamily.com and click on free resources, or you can click on, you can type in if you're very sophisticated, you can click on <laughs> crazycoolfamily.com slash game plan, game plan, yeah. crazycoolfamily.com slash game plan. Or if you're on our email list, you will get an email about this. If you want to just send us an email and want to request it, you can send an email and say, hey, get me the social distancing family game plan. You don't even have to get the words right. You just put game plan. Get me the, get me the game plan. That's all I want. And you can s- even send help and we'll, we'll translate right. for you. That's right. And we're going to send that to info at crazycoolfamily.com. We'll also see it out on social media. You'll see it in some ads maybe that come across your social media feeds or whatever. But whatever it is, go get. So you got our book, crazycoolfamily.com. You got the books on our podcast that's coming up here. Mm-hmm. And you can also go to the crazycoolfamily.com backslash game plan and get a free resource that's going to help you 
this month as you are doing coronavirus family. Yeah. Hey, love you parents and enjoy the podcast. Hey, crazy cool parents. Welcome to the crazy cool family podcast. We're so glad you're here. We have, if you were in our studio right now, you <laughs> it's would It's a mess. I wish you were here to clean it up. <laughs> yes, because we brought out, we have a pile of books sitting yep. in front of us because we had so much fun thinking about all the books we've read. Now, I know you younger parents may not read books as much, although I think the book's kind of making a comeback with all this stuff we have out there, but we've got books on our table because that's what we did we did when we were before the internet and before all those <laughs> podcasts yes, and, and this cool new technology that you guys have now yes we had books and conferences and small groups at our church and mm, things like and that courses yes. and classes and things like that and we had video studies remember those and, oh yes and yes. so a lot of the things we went through with with uh, videos and, and those are still out today but uh, you know um probably not in VHS mode as much, <laughs> but, but so we just, but we thought about today, we would just uh, um, take a minute and share with you some of the journey, some of the journey we had along the way and how books in particular uh, impacted our and shaped the framework of what became Crazy Cool Family, the Mannings, and eventually became our book, Crazy Cool Family. Exactly. And so if you were to go through and read all of these books that we're going to share today, which we are not saying go buy all of these books, um, but they these are the books that built our book. And so when you read our book, then you would say, oh, I see where they got that. Oh, this is where it's come from, because this is, like you said, Don, it's shaped and molded. Don and Suzanne as parents and thus our children as well and our ministry crazy cool family yeah for the overachievers out there please do not write we're going to give you a list of these books but you don't know you don't need to go read them gosh like you might not even be able to find some yeah, of them anymore that's, that's probably true <laughs> you know we've been parenting for 30 years guys so. and, and and also just you know of course you know the, the the book that we really need to read is the bible you know, and so we really need to make sure that we're not saying, hey, go to a book because it's going to have all your answers. Right. So much of that, you know, the Bible has, has shaped our parenting as well. But all of these books that we're talking about, well, I say all of them, almost all of them. We've got some secular books in here, too. We'll talk about it, but um, are biblically based. I mean, they are they are written by authors who have searched the scripture themselves and have taught and counseled and pastors and all kinds of people that have. Well, and what I love things. about these books is these books are these authors' insights and revelation that God has given them on parenting um, or family or relationships. And so going back to the scriptures, God has those insights and revelation for you. And so you don't have to ever read a parenting book at all as long as you're in God's word and you're seeking him and getting insight and revelation. He has that for you as well. Yeah. Um, but we did, I do, I love to hear what other people are getting from God as well. And then usually I'll own that too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Add and that so, to my So as a theme kit. to get started with this uh, podcast is parents become a student of family. That's something that we, we, just like we would tell you to become a student of God's word, mm -hmm. we would tell you to become a, a part of your local church we would tell you to study your child, you know, become a student of family, read what other people have said about family, let right. them, 
their mistakes they've made and, and the mistakes we give you are a lot cheaper than the mistakes you're going to make if you don't listen and you don't learn. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. So just imagine that family is the education course, the, the degree that you're going after. How are you going to study it? What are you going to do? What's going to be your curriculum, your textbooks? And along with your literally your subjects, yeah. <laughs> your children, yes. if you will, as you're studying and watching them as too. So these are some of the books that we um, built our course on, if you will, our, our family, our crazy cool family. Yeah, the first one is, I remember, don't you remember Madeline? She's like our, sec our second daughter. She's three months old and she's just a mess. We, we don't know what to do. We're well, the poor to... little thing, I was just, I had so much fear when she was born because um, a baby had actually died in Molly's ballet class, and they were we were about the same pregnancy gestation, and so poor thing, anytime Madeline cried, so overprotective, I fed her, she was Thanksgiving full all the time, and she did, couldn't figure out how to go to sleep, and so I was sleeping with her, so Don yeah. didn't have a wife for did, the first three didn't months. Didn't work of, out well for me. <laughs> that baby's life, and um, I remember the church offering a course, and at the time, it was called Growing Kids God's Way, which yeah. eventually became a book. Yeah, which is now called Baby Wise. I right. think that they pulled that title because it's like, oh, you mean we're not growing kids God's way? Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember that book teaching me how to pattern my baby's days so that their nights would fall into place. Yeah. I remember being empowered by that information to be the parent, to have a plan for my baby, to know my baby and learn my baby. But that it there, I mean, and they scheduled out and I am not a scheduled person and that didn't work well. But for me who had no schedule with Molly and Madeline, I, it was very good for me to go in and have permission to not let the baby run all over me. Right. And so, and, and that helped all of our babies from then on. Oh my goodness. Macy was a dream baby. I mean, she, you put her into bed and she would go right to sleep. I never had to rock or rock, rock, her. rock her or coddle her or anything. I mean, she did suck her thumb, which parents, if you have a thumb, th thumb sucker, <laughs> my goodness, thank the Lord. And, and you think on the back end, that's going to be hard to train. It is not Enjoy it. If they can self soothe from the beginning, beautiful <laughs> anyway so yeah so all of our other children that's one of the reasons we were able to have so many kids because they would put themselves to sleep and they would sleep through the night yeah and so other ones one of the best books we ever read on parenting is shepherding a child's heart by ted tripp just kind of a flagship book. If you oh. want to go back and read one, that's really one to go back and read. Well, and if you that is the one. If you read that one, then you'll be like, oh, this is where the Crazy Cool Family concept come from. Oh, yeah. this is where they based everything off of. Well, and for me as a parent of four daughters at first, I was it was the first time somebody said, no, you don't parent them. You connect with them right. and you connect with their heart first, you know, and it's like, wow, well, that's the title of the book, shepherding a child's heart. And, and that phrase just stuck with me. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, 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 that's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to control behavior. I'm not trying to get even I'm not even trying to get them to obey. I am trying to shepherd their heart towards Jesus. Oh, so good. And I, that, that one resonated with me because I'm a relationship person anyway. So I was going after their heart. But what it showed me is that to go after their heart, I have to go through my heart. 
And yeah. so it actually has to come through me. I have to understand. I have to have empathy. I have to see the why behind their actions. And so that's where all of that came from for me. And then we read, read like the five love languages by Gary Smalley. <laughs> and, you know, and then we read that for us. It was, it was a marriage book as well because we were learning how to love each other uh, still are trying to learn <laughs> sure, yeah. how to love each and other. Now it feels like our languages are changing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I mean, learning how to, you know, again, you can see there's like this relational theme that's God showing us through the books that impacted us because, um, you know, five love languages, if you know how to love your kid, then you're going to love them better. If you know how to love your spouse, there is a language that they want to be loved in. And that was huge. Oh, for sure. And it, it taught us who had what language. And so with seven kids, we have all the language spoken. We are a, a multi-tongue love language family oh, in gosh, our household. Yes. Madel or Molly was um, receiving gifts. Madeline is quality time. Macy's acts of service. Mackenzie and Michael are both words of affirmation. McCade is physical touch. And we were laughing about Maddox because we're still not sure. We're like, either he doesn't have one or he has all of them. Right. And just to say, and parents know that your small children actually do have all the love languages. But for me, it was so rewarding to know, oh, this child is going to be loved if I tell them how amazing they are. This child is going to be loved if I make their bed for them. This child's going to be loved if I snuggle them on the couch. It's almost like a pass, a fast pass. Like when you're at Disney World and you get to go to the front of the line to right. ride the ride. That's what love languages are. They're the fast pass to their heart. So you don't have to jump through all the hoops and exhaust yourself. You get to speak what they need and give it to them worth it yeah, yeah so get that that would be one i would say there's actually google two. that there, there's a five <laughs> youtube that there's a five love languages for children it's written as well um and again parents these are not an exhaustive list of books these are just something i mean literally we went through our bookcase up here yeah and and oh our, yeah it's in this home one. library oh yes it's yeah. this one. Oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like no we can't yeah. share that one that's too many yeah. that's 27 books yeah. suzanne we don't yes, have time exactly. but and, and that's another thing. you know both of us are readers uh, you, I don't know how I might you, be more of a skimmer. Well, but I don't know you, how you process information. I do, I read a lot of books. And so uh, I love to read. And so you may be a podcaster now or whatever. But the key is going back to become a student of family, become a student of the, however you do it in, in this age. This, you know, we're telling you about where we were, become a student of family. You know, we read a book called Sacred Parenting. And, and I, I, that book was just about uh, how kids shape us you know one of our deals pursue god that was part of how that came out of sacred parenting was was that we learned we learned about yeah. pursuing god first that the best thing i can do we we've, we've we've we have rephrased it to where the best thing you can do as a parent is to become the healthiest version of yourself mm -hmm, and your mm -hmm. kids help you to do that well guess what the core you know some of that came from that book well and so oh, i absolutely love this book it really did flip my thinking when it came came to how i was going to interact with my children that they weren't these high maintenance beings that i needed to drag through life but it actually flipped and they were actually molders and shapers of my life to help me become but God put them in our lives for a reason yes to help me become more holy to help me become mm -hmm. more righteous to help me become more like God and so we actually have the quote in our book but I'm going to read it from from his book um 
This is what he says. He says, we live in the midst of holy teachers. Sometimes they spit up on themselves or on us. Sometimes they throw tantrums. Sometimes they cuddle us and kiss us and love us. In the good and the bad, they mold our hearts, shape our souls, and invite us to experience God in newer and deeper ways. And that's what we learn from that is that our children are an invitation to, to, to love God, to know God, to desperately need God. Right. So and you yeah. can see how those books shaped, you know, relational relationship being so important. And then as we were bringing out the books, we were like, okay, remember when we flipped to boys, you know, that we, we had so grown- <laughs> out of my, Oh, so outside of my comfort zone at that point. What, oh, what are we going to do? I was the young, both of us are the youngest of the family. Suzanne, I only had a sister. Yes. And so I had an older brother, but we had never raised boys. Okay. If we're going to become a student of family, guess what? We better start reading. We, we had girls going, girl, you know, and one well, of the things. There was a, a trigger point on why I had to read about boys because I was actually parenting Michael like I did the girls. I mean, we loved yeah. him and we coddled him and we adored him. And he, every testosterone fiber in his body fought that. And he was so smothered by being so mothered by all of us that he would, would chase us. I mean, he was never violent, but he was not an... He was not, not even angry, but he would, he would definitely, his little temper would just roar. Right. And I remember one day calling Don Michaels, running around their house, chasing all the girls. And I'm calling, and they're all in the room with the door shut, you know, <laughs> screaming. And I'm calling Don, and I'm like, And Michael's like three. At yeah, this point, he's little. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Don, I do not know what to do with this male running around the house. And that's when I think we probably went to the store that night and we bought James yeah, Dobson that, bringing up boys. James Dobson run the, he was the founder of focus on the family and great book on the how to raise how to raise boys basically and, and it was a impactful it was like and really you know one of the things that did for you Suzanne is it gave you permission to be a parent of a boy and and really gave you permission to to let them live differently than the girls did. Oh, not overcame only, a lot of your fears not only permission but what it did is it, it it equipped me and empowered me to realize that I am raising a man and it is no small thing for a woman who has no man thoughts to get into a small man's he- head and raise them I had to learn how to honor and respect and value a three-year-old right i mean how do you but i wanted him to grow up to be a mighty man of god so i didn't want to mother him but he's a toddler you know he needed to be mothered and so mr dobson here he was able to kind of redirect my my whole perspective and, and he taught me how to the what it means to raise a man and how to raise a man and how to fight for that um that toughness and that running around and to back off on the mothering a little bit and actually let him lead i mean what mother wants their three-year-old to lead them but mamas of boys if you will let your son lead if you will let your son open the door for you as as soon as he's big enough to open the door it brings out just this knight in shining armor that I didn't even know existed because I was too busy coddling him. Yeah, yeah. Ah, one of those powerful books. One of those. Um, one of those for me was, uh, well, just overall, a guy named John Eldridge. You may have heard of him. He wrote Wild at Heart and many other books. He's written many books, um, but he's had a big influence in my life. But with respect to raising boys, he wrote a book that's not totally just written to boys. It's more written to men but it's called Fathered by God. Mm. And what it does is it takes you through the stages of a man's life, all the way from boyhood, when you're first, 
you know, obviously young boy to a sage when you are maybe, you know, my age or older. And it was so good for me to, to read the first couple of chapters about, about boyhood and about how it really just taught me a couple of things about our boys. One of them is, is to really try to give them a life of exploration and wonder that, um, and really for all of our kids, but particularly boys, they need to adventure. They need to wonder. They need to explore. They need so, to be yeah. allowed to fail. They need to be, they mm-hmm. need to try things. They, they need, need to, to win. They need to lose. Yes. And also just that. So that was one big thing that I, that I learned from that because um, I would have been more controlling and I would have been more, hey, stay in line. But I was like, no, I need to live. I need to step out and live and they need to live. The other thing it really taught me was, is that how to um, show your son that he is a beloved son of yours. You know, you mm. even in our in our uh, course, we talk in, in our book, we talk about that we first give identity to our kids, and then eventually, then when God shows them an identity, when they learn God's identity, it's not surprising to them because they are already beloved sons of ours, That's and good. then then they become beloved sons of God's. Well, that was that was a John Eldridge opened my eyes to that to say, oh wow, I've got to create a place where they can succeed or fail, a place where they know they are loved. And, and today I think, you know, almost everybody will say, man, you really have confident boys. They have a presence about them. Well, guess what? That started when we were, when they were young and we were like, what do we do? How do we do this? What happens? And we started reading. We became a student of boys in that case. We we needed to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so the next book is The Power of a Praying Parent by Stormy O'Martin. And I know, I know, I know that you've been told again and again to pray over your kids. And um, and you do. I'm, b- I'm believing that you do. Her book takes it to the next level, though. If you are, like... S- if you're sometimes praying over your kids, but not diligently praying over them, she's going to give you what it takes to diligently pray over them. And in the book, she has a little, little tiny teaching section. Then she's actually got a prayer that you can pray. That's very specific about attracting good friends and um, rebellion, lies, all the different topics. But then she's got weapons of warfare. She's got scriptures that are laid out there that you can use to fight against the enemy. Cause the reality is the enemy doesn't want our kids to succeed. He doesn't want them to love God. He doesn't want them to be set apart. He doesn't want them to be kingdom followers. And so she, uh, the in this book, she equips them, our kids, to do great things. Yeah, I agree. It's just so good to have somebody that's already been a parent tell you how to pray for you. She's put, I mean, She's done so much on prayer. Stormy Ortman is just such a yeah, prayer she's also warrior. Praying wife, praying husband. Yes. Yeah, she's there's a got- lot of those books, but that one's a great one to get for your kids and to learn. You know, does the Bible teach us to pray? Yes, but can someone else help us? learn how to take the scripture and pray it over our kids. And she, I mean, that's, you talk about insight and revelation that she's been given. And so, yes, God can give you that, but she's been given it. So go read it. And my story that I want to share with you on this is she, one of the places she says, pray over your kids' rooms. And I don't know if I hadn't thought about that. Um, 
but it's like she opens it up and she gives you places and, 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 and purposes to pray. And I remember one point in time we were fighting a specific battle with Michael um, and the world as he had gone into middle school. And we went up there and we um, wrote scriptures all over his mattress. You know, we declared God's truth all over his mattress. We, pray, we wrote prayers over his mattress. And the idea came from her where she said, take captive or take jurisdiction over those places you as the parent have authority to do that and so no telling what the it, the whatever it is that you're reading what god's going to drop into your lap to use for raising your children yeah you're also a big um kevin lehman fan <laughs> he's <laughs> if read you the haven't Ke- read kevin lehman you've he's got hilarious. to read him he's got like how to have a new husband by friday read that one in like two days um and then how to have a new kid by friday and so just a little spoiler alert on that it's actually not about the kid or the husband for that matter what i learned from his books is that so I think I read his, read his books about the time that the kids were becoming teenagers. And there's such a shift in parenting when our kids are little and we've got to control them and we've got to mold them and shape them to when they're teenagers and they start kind of spreading their little wings and we've got to let them fly a little bit more. And so his book basically says how to have a new kid by Friday. What it talks about is not changing your kid at all. It's actually changing you, changing me. What did I need to do? How did I need to change so that that I could connect and relate to my child as they grow up. And then when I changed, my kids followed and they pursued me because I actually changed and became more approachable and more um, willing to see it from maybe their perspective. And and that came, you know, part of that, we evolved that into uh, your example is more important than your instruction. You know, so just, you know, we've taken these, you just learn from different authors as well as the Bible, you know, as we kind of start towards the end of this podcast, um, I also want to bring up a couple books. Actually, they're newer books that are secular books that are, and that's good too. When you when you learn about science and about the brain and about you know people are some well that sometimes people are scared of that, but as a Christian, we're like no, because science and and everything embraces what God, God knew it. Yeah, God, God created it. He up. knew it before exactly. him. You know, one of those books, a couple of those books right now, one of them is called The Whole Brain Child. And it's written by a guy named Daniel Siegel. And basically he is, it's a secular parenting book. I, I think he might be a believer. I can't really tell from the book. But basically it says exactly what we're saying in our Crazy Cool Family book. That God, the, the brain research is saying and this is just, why do we read this? Well, one, it gives you some methods, and, but it just encourages you as mm-hmm. a parent that, what, that God has hardwired our brain, physically hardwired it for a relationship. That there's, there's places in our brain that work better with relationship. And, and he goes on to prove that, that through brain research, that when a kid is taken care of and relationally stimulated, and, and, and then they're going to be, they, all the receptors fire better. I'm doing all wrong with the words. You got to go <laughs> I mean, read the book. They sound good. They yeah, sound good. But, but all that. <laughs> You're believing, right? Yes, exactly. And so, but all of that uh, fires off. And, you know, so that's one place that was just a great book to, uh, it's, it's just fascinating how uh, what we say, what God's word says in Crazy Cool Family, not what God's word says, but what, what we say about God's word in Crazy Cool Family, it, it goes uh, right in line with what the, the cutting edge brain research out there. 
You know, it's another, time that the cutting edge science caught up with caught God, up isn't with God it? exactly. <laughs> the uh, another one out there is just uh, uh, reading about this generation. There's a book called Generation Z Unfiltered by a guy named Tim Elmore, and reading it just helped me to relate to my kids because it's talking about the kids and what just what's going through their brains right now. There's so much material out there. Those are just two so examples. So who's Generation Z, Maddox and McKay? Are they Generation Z? Oh, you're going to make me have to know this. Uh, I know. I, don't, I get so confused. It's so it's so confusing to me right now who is who and who's coming where. So anyway, but you're, what, what, what was your takeaway on this Generation Z? Well, is that, you know, they are, you know, shorter attention spans and, mm. and how to communicate with them, how to reach them. And, and how's technology impacted impacting them? them. And, you yeah. know, that, that's something parents... You know, being a student of family right now, you need to understand how we need to understand how technology is under is is impacting your children, mm-hmm. and and we tend to work at it with fear and say, oh my goodness, let's take it all away. But really, it's how can you use technology to have a greater impact, to have a greater relational impact, not just technology, but all the things that they're facing in well, this world. Well, and you have to, even with that right there, you have to believe for such a time as this, you know, that God has put these children in this 2020, in this time with technology, what's he going to do? And how are we going to steward it? And how are we going to connect our kids to God in such a time as this? We just have to trust that he knows what's best and he's going to give us the answers. Yeah. Um, and again, the last book, <laughs> We'd love we for you to read. We the best for last. We would love for you to read Crazy Cool Family. Um, we've put our heart and soul into that book, and it is the culmination of so much we've learned, not just books, but from God's Word. From uh, you know, We based the whole book on Matthew 22, where, where Jesus says, they asked Jesus what was most important. What did he say? Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. Connect with me relationally, God says. Go back to sacred parenting mm-hmm. and then, you know, and connect with your kids, shepherding a child's heart. And, so where, good, you know, yeah. and then we, but really it was God's word that all of us went to, to find that out. Mm-hmm. And, and from that, we're just trying to put different flavors from our experiences of how to coach you as a younger parent on how to bring about your own crazy cool family. Oh, that's so good. In our book, we talk about how to have a crazy cool family, pursue God, build relationships, create culture. It's broken into three different sections. And we just give you ideas on what it looks like to pursue God. We give you a breakdown of each of the relationships that are in your family. And then we give you some pillars on how to build culture. Taking one, our 30 years of experience, taking all the resources that we've read, the ones we've shared today and the ones that Don wouldn't let me share because there were two because we'd have like an hour and a half <laughs> podcast at that point um and that's what the culmination of our book is and so of course we invite you to get that as well on our website or at um amazon yeah amazon yep. if you've got prime you can get it for free shipping and you can also get an electronic version through amazon if you're like me i, I have converted in books to reading on my ipad and you know i have and there's no you you should see my iPad book library. library. Oh, oh we didn't goodness. even go through those. Yeah, yeah, no, I did. No, I did actually. Before you do, you weren't looking. But, oh, okay. Um, but hey, parents, let's end where we started. Become a student of family. Mm-hmm. You know, you should become a student of family because, man, it's going to benefit you greatly. Learn from the other people that have gone before you. We want to be a part of that for your life. We do. That's why we do these podcasts. That's why we're doing more and more things that you're going to see in this year and in the coming years about how we're going to go after. It's our mission. It's our purpose. We want to help you have your own crazy cool family. And guess what? 
All of these books, everything we've talked about, will tell you the same thing our book says, that it comes through relationships and culture. That when you build relationships in your home, when you when relationship, if you go to our website, you'll see a family dashboard. You build relationships and you create the culture in your home. It's not about controlling behavior, although when you're young, you got to do things like that. It's about ultimately pursuing the relationships in your home and building the culture. All these books are things that help that, and there's so much more uh, information we're going to be bringing to you about that. Any last words for them, Suzanne? Uh, go be crazy crazy cool family <laughs> yes that's it go be crazy parents crazycoolfamily.com